Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. I am Tim. And I'm Lee. And today we're going to talk all things movies from reviews, new releases, trailers, and of course, hot movie news from the past week. Well, the big ticket item of last week, you went and saw Gloria Bell, didn't you? I did. I did. I popped into the Dendy in Newtown uh, with a friend, call out to Brad, and uh, we saw Gloria Bell. I adored this movie. Mm. It was just a movie that I sat there smiling from ear to ear. It was just a really nice character assessment piece about following a period of time in Gloria Bell's life played by the fabulous Julianne Moore. Love Julianne Moore. She is just amazing and you know what she was having a lot of fun with this character there's a lot of like motives that run through it was very much about music Mm -hmm. there were these really nice scenes in the car uh, when she was driving and she would simply be singing along to a favorite song and I think that was really relatable from an audience point of view going that's me sitting in the car by myself Mm -hmm. really jamming to a tune and a lot of the all of the songs rather had a link back to kind of what she was going through at the time lyrically they Mm. aligned with her experience in you know finding a partner and following that journey through love with a new relationship which is really nice and whenever the songs weaved back into the story whether it be in the car or just in the background or whatever they reflected her state of mind which I thought was really really nice I would go out and buy that soundtrack in a heartbeat it was just brilliant music so that was really cool and I guess um Yeah, the story was nice. She was brilliant in it. The supporting cast were all really great. They were all a little bit hopeless at life in some way. There was a lot of conflict, Mm -hmm. but it was underpinned by a lot of, like, dark humour. She was very... She was quite a weird character, but she was always about trying different experiences in life. There was this great little scene. It went probably for 20 seconds where... I don't know if you heard of these groups you can do where you lay down and you just start laughing together. You know, you can go to these, like, cuddle groups and stuff. Like, she would just get Mm -hmm. up and do all that sort of stuff. Nothing sinister, of course. It's following her story about meeting this guy in a bar and kind of going through that relationship 
relationship and and the complexities of being a divorce a divorcee both of them and having families and how they interweave the relationships within established complicated relationships within family and it was great and there's so many kick-ass moments in there she really owns the situation and it was just a joy to watch and John Turturro is the love interest, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually really excellent in it. He's a very complicated character and there's things that happen between him and, and Gloria Bell that are really interesting and quite funny and awkward as mm. life is. I like to see him in roles like this because he normally plays such silly characters. You know, you see him in like Transformers mm. or God. that Adam Sandler movie that I can't quite remember the name of. Yeah. But you can you forget that he has the goods. Yeah, he really does. He's got the acting chops, and he plays a really reserved, awkward character, and he really takes you on a ride. Then you really feel for him for various reasons. So he was um, he was excellent. How many popcorn kernels would you give it? I would give it a I would give it like a four. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I had a really great time. I loved it. Solid four. Solid four. Well, go out and see Julianne Moore. She's such a joy to watch. Get out there and see Gloria Bell while it's in the cinemas. Absolutely recommend. What have we got out this week? What else we got? Uh, we got three titles. Obviously, the biggest one hitting the cinemas uh, is John Wick Chapter Three, starring Keanu Reeves. Uh, hyphen Parabellum. Oh. Make sure you use the official title. Please. <laughs> That's so long. What, what the hell does Parabellum mean? I don't know. <laughs> Can you tell me? Keanu Reeves is having an absolute renaissance at the moment. I love Keanu Reeves. He has. He does likability. He has likability. A lot of likability, exactly. and he's uh, he's he's kind of fallen into these cult movies throughout his career. Mm. Bill and Ted, The Matrix, this John Wick series that are mm. now three films in, and probably more to come. Like he is actually a fascinating career to look back on. And in this one, John Wick's got another target on his head, and it's a huge action set piece full of a lot of violence. Which um, I think is the appeal of these movies, that they, they're a little bit outrageous mm-hmm. and they just have a lot of fun. On the other end of the spectrum, we've got another British film called Peterloo, which is a British period film about Peterloo Massacre, that famous massacre that I know nothing about, <laughs> from 1819. Oh, yes, the one 1819. <laughs> the reviews aren't great straight out of the bat, right. but I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I'm not sure I'll be rushing out to see it. To be no, honest. no, me neither, but we'll see if we do find ourselves watching that one. A sweet and topical film we've got out is also The Sun is Also a Star, based on a book by Nicola Yoon. It's about teen love set against the hot topic of immigration. It it really is a hot topic, and I think Mm. that it could actually be quite good. What's come out last week that's still in the cinemas? Uh, We do uh, have a review up on Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Yes, that was our last podcast. Yes, so uh, please go check that out. And just jumping in quickly, thank you to those who have listened to our Mm. podcast so far. Uh, We We love love you. Yeah, we love you. Thank you. Keep listening. (laughs) Um, And uh, we really appreciate positive, constructive feedback, so keep that coming. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep podcasting. Yeah, so uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, that's out. Uh, the Hustle, starring uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Now, this this one's getting a bad rap for being a pointless remake. I think what they like were... shot aim- for shot sort of thing. Yeah, I think they were aiming for a more feminist sort of remake, and it's sort of not hitting the mark, really. Yeah, and, and not really living up to the remake yeah. challenge of being better or on par with the original. Yeah, it's not adding anything, really. No, it's a but, shame. But I do love Anne Hathaway, and I'll, I'll watch her in anything, to be Yeah, honest. absolutely. I'm with you. We've also got All Is True, 
Shakespeare story starring Kenneth Branagh, Judy Dench, and Ian McKellen, all the sirs and dames. Yeah, <laughs> triple threat of Shakespearean yeah. uh, storytelling. Uh, and then rounding it out for the week is Poms, where a group of ladies start a cheerleading squad mm. in their retirement village. And this is getting a bad rap as well, but I just want to say it's just a bit of fun. Exactly. Just don't look into it for anything more than it is. It's a bit of fun. Let the ladies have their damn cheerleading squad, exactly. I say. Harmless. Grab your chock top and go check it out and have a good time. <laughs> Had some big news this week. Yeah, lots to talk about in this section. Uh, Doris Day passed away at the age of 97, sadly. Yeah, uh, pretty she, good innings. She was obviously a golden Hollywood actress who starred in Calamity Jane, Pillow Talk, and in her later life she was an animal rights activist. So Rest in peace, nice Doris time. Day. It opens up the opportunity to go back to golden age of cinema and relive and rewatch past films starring yeah. these classic beloved actors. So uh, I plan on going back and kind of revisiting some Doris Day movies potentially. Yeah. And maybe we could talk about it in later podcasts. Mm. It was the golden era of Hollywood for a reason. Exactly. In happier news, I am absolutely fanging for this one. James Wan is going to be shooting Mortal Kombat in South Australia. I, I wouldn't pick you to be excited about a Mortal Kombat reboot movie, but I'm listening. I loved the first movies in from 1995. What, the one starring Kylie Minogue? No, no. Isn't you're, you're she good. in one of them? That's Street Fighter. Oh, God, I'm embarrassed get your, now. Get your video. Oh, no, I'm going to be <laughs> just stalked and murdered for getting them mixed up. No, who was in that was Christopher Lambert. Uh, I'm really excited about this because it's it's a great win for the local Australian economy. And James Wan's usually known for horror. So this dark version of the video game, I think, is going to be right up his alley. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he has made a name for himself in the cinema over the last probably oh, 15 years, mm. decade. Whenever it's like Saw hit the cinema and then he's done great things recently. Aquaman, mm. which uh, absolutely blew up the box office, uh, surprisingly. So, yeah, let's see what he's got in store for us for yeah. Mortal Kombat. I mean, the original was nice. 1995 and just think of the cgi improvements oh it's going to be an epic it's going to be amazing miles above Mm. and uh talking disney and disney kind of takes up pretty much the rest of our movie news this week so we'll start with cruella emma thompson is in early talks for a role in cruella uh, which she'll be joining leading lady emma stone who will be playing the title character Uh, i understand cruella is like a prequel of Mm. how cruella became to be the evil puppies uh, obsessy Mm. um so that's really interesting when i first heard this i was just so excited because i thought emma thompson cruella perfect i know me too and then i realized that it's a prequel and she's not going to be cruella and uh, look i like emma stone i do just can't go past Emma Thompson as Cruella. So Emma Thompson cast her in everything. When I first started reading this piece of news, I thought exactly the same thing, Lee. I thought, oh, okay, so that Emma, Emma Stone Cruella movie mm. has obviously been shelved and they've got Emma Thompson and then I, mm. yeah. But anyway, look, she's still part of it. That's great. Well, that's going to hit cinemas in December 2020. So we'll see how that develops. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, more movie news in the Disney corner. The next Star Wars movie um, has been announced to be made by the creators of Game of Thrones and has mm. a 2022 release. Obviously, that's quite smart placement in terms of a publicity media spin because Game of Thrones is top of mind right now with the only one episode to go. Yeah, but everybody's hating on the last season, so I don't know if this is a good move. Mm. I mean, the writing has been criticised in this last season for being really bad. 
Yeah, so I'm not holding out good hope for the the future of the Star Wars saga. <laughs> that's a pessim- that's a oh. that's a, a bit of a worry, but hopefully, um, you know, maybe the dust will settle on the negative sentiment around the Game of Thrones season finale, uh, season finale, and and they'll mm. bring something big to Star Wars franchise. This is going to be the first of uh, three new Star Wars movies in the franchise, and Bob Eager, the CEO of Disney, announced last week that. They're playing this cool. So there's going to be a three-year gap after The Rise of Skywalker, which comes out December 2019, Mm -hmm. just to let the dust settle on the Skywalker saga and allow, I guess, a proper reset and realignment and to give a bit more anticipation back into the Star Wars franchise because Mm -hmm. they were kind of like just pumping them out again and again. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think Solo, a Star Wars story, kind of put a bit of a damper on what they were trying to do and pump out creatively. 2022, we'll see a reset in the Star Wars franchise and and the Game of Thrones creators will get us there. Also on Disney, they've just announced a plethora of mostly untitled releases for the next however many years. Now that they've combined Marvel and Disney live action and Fox and Pixar, it's all just one massive they're slate of films They've basically out. got a monopoly on key mm-hmm. release dates for the next forever. But the problem with the Star Wars coming into it now is that that's pushed back Avatar even further, the mm. Avatar sequels even further, as they have now have to alternate with Star Wars for a Christmas release. Yeah. I mean, by the time they get here... Are we even going to care about Avatar anymore? Do we care about Avatar now? I'm a bit over it, to be honest. Well, what? So Avatar came out in 2009. Yep. So we'll have the first Avatar movie in 2021. But that'll take us through to 2027. No less than Avatar 5, ladies and gentlemen. Avatar 5, 2027. I don't think I'm going to live that long. (laughs) Climate climate change is coming, people. Get on with these movies. I'm worried about the uh, health and safety of James Cameron. He's a very (laughs) ambitious filmmaker. Hats off to him. Mm. I wonder if he's hoping to uh, cement the top five or six highest grossing films of all time. He's obviously Titanic's being bumped off the number two spot with Endgame. Mm. Endgame's got Avatar in in sight. So who knows? He might, you know, a few years time, he'll reclaim the top spots, but only time will tell. Speaking of another James, James Gunn has been rehired to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's not news. What is news? is that he's come out and had a made a quote about it. 
Yeah, so I think it was March of 2018 was when this whole thing kicked off where he was uh, fired by Disney on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. He'd already written the script. But just for context, it was around unearth of old tweets where he was he made some pretty crass uh, jokes, jokes yeah. about pedophilia and rape mm. and, you know, not, not good stuff. But uh, subsequently he has been rehired. I won't go into all that detail because we could spend a whole podcast talking about that, but... He has now for the first time actually gone on record mm. to discuss about the whole process and how it's changed him to look back into himself and mm. see how he approaches situations. He doesn't hold any grudges against Disney. He doesn't blame anyone. He's all really positive. Obviously, he's now focusing on The Suicide Squad, which is a sequel to mm. that god-awful movie. Well, he, well, actually, no, it's not quite a sequel. It's saying it's, right. more, it's more a soft reboot. Oh, I love the words they used. Yeah, yeah, it's a soft reboot. So it's going to have the same, some of the same actors and some of the same roles. Will Smith's not returning. No. We might have Idris Elba as Deadshot instead. Yes, which Idris I Elba love. for James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Daniel Craig's injured himself. Get Idris Elba in there. I know. Yes, so that's a, the next bit of news. This is actually quite dire. So obviously a production that's been halted, yet another notch in the belt of a troubled production. Mm. They're in, I believe they're in their last week of filming principal photography in Jamaica maker and yet James Bond himself has injured himself and he's gone back to the UK to for tests and scans and whatever. Do you think this is a tiny little bit of karma? I mean I wouldn't wish um, <laughs> I wouldn't wish bad on anyone, especially not Daniel Craig. But he rejected the role. Now do you think the role's rejecting him? I mean yeah, I mean he's been playing Bond for thirteen years, so he, he wasn't the spring chicken, I guess, back in two thousand and six when he did Casino Royale. Mm. So yeah, maybe. But I mean I love this well, I don't love this, so that's the wrong thing to say. I kind of get a kick out of things that happen in productions, like they're tough. Mm. It's a three to six month, however long they spend filming. Stuff like this happens all the time. And then I always think about, will it affect the release date? What do they have to shift? What will they mm. compromise? I feel like James Bond, they never compromise on anything. They go gangbusters. I think they'll find a way. But, I mean, without mm. their leading man, you wonder what uh, has to give. Yeah. Hopefully not Bond himself. No, no. We wish, we wish Daniel Craig a speedy recovery. Absolutely. New trailers. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, the sequel, has dropped. It's going to be in cinemas in, on October 17 this year. That was brought forward, wasn't it, as part of a reshuffle in release dates across Disney so. and Fox since the merger? I think that was a hopefully not a casualty of that, but I believe it was meant to be released in 2020. So It looks like it's full on. It looks like we're getting some of the same elements, you know, that really that really bright green CGI, the cheekbones mm. are back on Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's a very similar storyline in that, you know, the king and the queen are going to do wrong by her. And uh, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is starring in the role of Queen Ingrith. Yes. Oh, that's going to be good. I love Michelle Pfeiffer too. I'm a fan, big fan. Mm-hmm. What did, did you like Maleficent, the first one, if you can take yourself back to 2014? Yeah, I did, I did. I think yeah. it was good. I, I don't think it needed a sequel. No, but... It, it, I remember enjoying it, mm. and I think it had a positive positive feedback about it. It was quite successful. It was one of the first ones, right, to kick off all this mm. Disney live-action stuff, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But at least they took a different spin on it where you looked into what we all thought was the bad guy in Maleficent and kind of seeing who she actually mm. was. All the other ones seemed to just be doing a shot-for-shot remake of the animated mm. movie. So I'm excited to see where else they take this story, mm. if anything. Another trailer, of, we mentioned this in our... Avengers special? Yes, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Obviously, that was very relevant to talk about in an Endgame mm. spoiler. 
uh, we won't go into those details just in case you haven't seen Endgame. We'll try and keep this spoiler free. But obviously, th- this will help set up what phase four of the MCU will look like. You'll see it in cinemas in early July. And yeah, I'm just really pumped for them to have dropped that trailer. Well, anticipation is so high that the date, the release date's actually been moved forward to July 1st. Oh. July 4th. All oh, right. There's a hot tip for you, Tim. Oh, right. It's been moved forward to July 1st, so get I'm, in there. I'm hearing it first right yeah, now. You're all hearing it first. <laughs> and It Chapter 2. We got the trailer for the next film in that franchise. Now, they did something which I fucking love, mm-hmm. this movie, is that they did this thing where, and not meant you, it's really hard to pull off, they basically did a whole scene. It, it was able to build tension and suspense, which I think mm. the first It movie did. It was just really creepy. Mm. You kind of got to really see Jessica Chastain in this movie, who's one of the newly cast adult versions of the of the kids. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed by this trailer mm-hmm. in that it didn't just try and go for those jump scares, which I do like a jump scare, but it went for the tension and the anticipation mm. and building that sort of creepiness. And I, I really enjoyed the trailer. Well, the original film with Tim Curry in it absolutely terrified me. I think I might have just been at the right age, but I, it really affected me, that movie, so I was really looking forward to seeing this. Chapter one of the remake didn't hit as hard as that first one did mm. for me. Uh, it was still good. It was still mm. great. But I'm really looking forward to this one with the adult cast to see what they've got in store for the end of events. Yeah. Do you think it, it could be a bit of a distraction having now a few big name actors in this um, in this franchise? Or do you think it'll really bring something new and different and exciting to the mix? I'm going to be interested to see how they link it to the younger counterparts because mm. it's going to be hard to keep in your head who is who. Yeah. But, I mean, the names that they've amassed together is just amazing. You've got Jessica Chastain, as you said, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, and Kiwi Jay Ryan. Yeah, it's a great cast. I think they nailed the cast in there. So um, we'll just have to hang out till September to see how that comes together. Probably my favourite trailer from mm-hmm. the last week. Was, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> um, is Judy. I actually completely forgot that this movie was coming. It was kind of like mm-hmm. media release. Uh, Renee Zellweger playing Judy Garland, you know, towards focusing on a series of concerts she did towards the end of mm-hmm. her short life. And the trailer blew me away. Mm-hmm. The fact I had to watch the trailer a few times because I thought, is Renee Zellweger actually singing or are they using Judy's mm. voice, whatever? And I did some research. She's actually singing. She sounds fantastic. She looks amazing. I think it's going to really be one of the better bio movies. I mean, the story around Judy Garland is fascinating, twisted, devastating. So I'm, I think they've really done a good job in showcasing what this movie can be and the acting chops at Renee Zellweger. We all know she has. Mm. Can't wait for her to kind of like kick it out of the park. Yeah, well, we don't see her very often, but then when we do, she brings her A-game for sure. absolutely. So this is scheduled for release on October 10 at this stage. That's just penciled in. It's not officially announced yet, I don't think. For uh, the start of Oscar season. Yes. Wow. What a week. Jam-packed. Amazing. I think that's all we've got for this week, though. It is. And the big release for next week is Aladdin. (sighs) Disney Uh, remake. Disney, Disney, Disney. We should just call it the Disney podcast. Um, (laughs) Yes, another remake in the Disney live action realm. I am nervous. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Aladdin at this point in time? I'm not feeling super confident about it. I've got to be honest. You know, Dumbo, which was also out just recently, had the different element of Tim Burton's spin on it. Yeah. So there was, it brought something new. I think they're going to go for a shot-for-shot shot remake here, and I just don't 
think it's yeah. gonna I think it's just gonna be a bit pointless. I like when it brings something new to to the remake. Do you think Guy Ritchie is that new thing? You, you know, the whole street rap, the whole quick cut stuff that he does really well. He's a bit hit and miss. Oh, God, I forgot it was a Guy Ritchie Yeah, film. it's a Guy Ritchie I'm film. even less enthused. Oh, see, I think that might be its only saving grace. <laughs> well, anyway, that'll be an interesting podcast when we review that one, yeah. Lee. Keep we'll your eye out for Will Smith's album that accompanies it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, a, that, that's not real. That's not real. Is All the right. genie going to rap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air rap. Well, I think that rounds it up pretty well for the week. We will uh, be back with another podcast with more movie news, trailers, and probably next will be our review of Aladdin, I guess. So we'll see what we both think. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.